0: Welcome to The Home Medic. You're listening to the series on exterior cladding for your home. Welcome back to The Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital, and we do that with Heidi Hansen.
1: So good to be here with you, Garth.
0: I want to talk this time about stucco issues. Heidi, have you ever owned a home that has had stucco?
1: I do own a home that has stucco. So it's half brick, half stucco.
0: In the segment on brick, we talked about how you were having great drama.
1: Yeah, some drama with the water gushing in the brick, between the brick and the stucco, actually.
0: Yeah, in case the listener hasn't listened to the segment on brick, let's just summarize that one again quickly, should we?
1: Okay, sure. So we've got the water coming out of the rain gutter, and the rain gutter breaks off and is blowing away in the wind, I guess. Anyway, the water is gushing down, hitting a fence, and the fence is ricocheting the water spout into the house directly right up between the brick and the stucco
0: right at the interface between brick and stucco
1: exactly right at close range
0: so this is one of those things you're gonna want to take a look at as you look at your home is the interfaces because most of us don't just have all brick or all stucco or all siding or whatever it is you know there will always be interfaces and even if you've got an all-siding home you're still going to have interfaces with windows or with hose bibs or with doors, what have you. As you're looking at your home and trying to avoid those $10,000 expenses, you're going to want to take a look at those interfaces and make sure that if you've got a scenario like Heidi has, then you're not going to get water inside your walls and then you get rot mold termites.
1: Right. I so, didn't even know what interface meant, so now I'm glad to know. It's where the two surfaces adjoin each other, Correct.
0: yeah this segment is about stucco specifically and to do that we really need to cover what stucco is stucco is a multi-layer system that is going to be well let's start with the framed wall that is the house itself so you got the wood wall there over that goes either a particle board or a plywood and that provides some stiffness to the wall and the structure and it's going to be what you staple the, or attach the stucco to. So now you have your structure going, and that's solid, and that's great, but it's wood. And so the problem is we need to protect the wood or we've got the rot mold termite thing going again. Exactly. So over that goes the water barrier, which is a tar paper.
1: I've seen that when they're doing the new homes.
0: Right, and that tar paper is the only real water barrier that you have. So now we have the tar paper there. It's great. It will hopefully protect your home from all sources of water. You know, if you got water on the other side of that permanently, it's not a forever barrier, but it does provide enough protection so that you can have your house rained on, the stucco be wet, etc., and then it dries out, and you still got that tar paper, and it's protected your home for that hour or two (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah just when the rain is pouring down right i mean right
0: yeah not like the sprinkler system that's hitting it every day and routinely soaking so now we've got the water barrier there but we need to protect that water barrier from the sun
1: oh okay
0: so the next thing we do is we put on the chicken wire or the lath and the lath is going to hold your base coat on the base coat of stucco base coat is going to be about three-eighths of an inch thick and it's basically vertical concrete. It's uh, placed up on there, and the idea is that that vertical concrete will protect your tar paper from the sun. All right. But the problem that we have now is that vertical concrete, concrete is what it is, it cracks.
1: Exactly.
0: So the idea is that you let it crack, and once it has hopefully finished cracking, then you're going to put a finish coat on And so, the finish coat is going to be, you know, just very thin, 32nd of an inch thin, and so it's not going to show the cracks. And it's going to cover the cracks on the base coat.
1: What if you do have cracks? Because I know there are some cracks in my stucco.
0: Yeah, and most stucco, pretty much all stucco, will crack. And so, that is a very good question, because if you look at any stucco home, you will see cracks. If those cracks are large enough that they expose your tar paper to the sun, then you got a problem. I see. If they're just hairline cracks and the sun is not likely to rot out the tar paper, then you're good. Because again, the purpose of that stucco is just to be a UV barrier to protect the tar paper.
1: Okay. Fascinating. I've always wondered driving by houses how that is done. You see the little parts of the process but you never quite see the whole
0: thing yeah and that's a full multi-layer stucco system now back in the 90s they had what was called an ephus they decided to reinvent stucco and what they did is they actually did a foam layer that was added between the tar paper and the stucco itself
1: oh that's interesting and
0: the idea was that water would never get behind that foam the reality is that when water did get behind the foam, it was stuck there.
1: Ah, uh-huh. so that wasn't foolproof.
0: Right. You'd have those interfaces, that word again, where you'd have maybe hose bibs or windows, and maybe they weren't flashed right or whatever, but when water got behind there, it was stuck.
1: I see.
0: And so then we'd be back to mold and rot issues. So, if your home was built during the 90s, you might want to take a look at that. You can actually tell when you've got an Ephus because it's going to be that much thicker. You know, instead of being about half inch thick, it's going to be almost an inch thick. Oh. And if you knock on it, it's going to sound more hollow. For example, if you knock on a sidewalk, it sounds solid.
1: Exactly. If
0: you knock on sheetrock, it's going to sound less solid. And and if you knock on an EIFS, it's going to sound more like a sheetrock wall than a concrete slab.
1: So if you have the EIFS, do you do anything about it or you, do you just keep an eye on it and make sure you don't get moisture behind it? Yeah.
0: You? The only thing you can really do about it, if it's not causing a problem, yeah, the thing to do about it is the things that you should be doing anyway, which is don't spray the house, you know, don't allow water onto that home. For whatever reason if you're spraying the home you're just begging for trouble and Mm. Murphy's law dictates that you will find it.
1: (laughs) So just be really diligent with the prevention then.
0: Right yeah and that applies with any stucco home but doubly so if you've got an EFAS. Now EFAS did not get banned it's still in use and what they've done now since about 2001 they have modified the way they installed stucco so that if you do get water behind that wall it has the ability to weep back out at the bottom
1: oh that's good to know
0: so if your home was built more recently than say 2001 even if you do have ephos you're probably in good shape but you'll probably want to talk to a stucco guy or a home inspector if you're concerned about that
1: perfect great great information
0: all right stucco does a very good job at what it's supposed to do if it's done right if you don't have flashing up on your roof and you're having water running down continuously, let's say you've got maybe, maybe it's January or February, you've got snow up on your roof and it's continuously flowing. Yes. Now you've got a problem because that stucco and the tarp paper behind was not designed, like I say, to be routinely soaked. So the flashing on your roof, and flashing again is just a, a fancy name for a piece of sheet metal. But you need to have something there that forces water into the rain gutters as opposed to allowing it to flow down the side of the stucco. Oh. Otherwise, that stucco is going to start looking bad real fast.
1: How long does it take to have a problem with that?
0: Boy, that is a very good question, you know, that I can't answer because quite often you'll see it looking bad on the exterior, but what's going on on the inside? Who knows?
1: Maybe even worse than what the outside appearance is. Yeah,
0: so you're going to want to make sure as you look around your home, again, those interfaces, maybe between roof and chimney or whatever it is where water has to go around, you don't want it running down a stucco wall. That's a no-no. So similarly, quite often I will see maybe a stucco chimney. Mm. And you'll have water that is actually getting down into the chimney from the chimney cap. Maybe you've got a bowl-shaped cap as opposed to a crown. Oh. And so if you got a bowl, that water just kind of finds its opportunity to go down into and through the chimney, and, and then sometimes it'll actually force its way out through the stucco. When that's going on, you'll see nasty-looking, cracked up. It looks like a spider web going on, and, oh. and the many cracks that you will see will be black.
1: That sounds like a trouble, trouble, trouble. Yeah, and that's, <laughs>
0: that's when it's time to call the stucco guy. That is the $10,000 fix. <laughs> By contrast, the $10 fix would be to get up on that chimney cap and put a crown on that so that water goes over the chimney rather than into. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Similarly, flashing is a $10 fix as well, and it's going to be the kind of thing that we can all do. We just need to stay on top of it before that $10,000 fix happens exactly okay heidi master of your mansion for stucco and i know that you have stucco in your mansion
1: wonderful i do and it's looking good if you if you just hate your stucco i recommend painting it because mine looks good now that i've painted it
0: yeah see now now you i'm throwing you the the, the paint issue and i don't like the paint
1: (laughs) Well, it sure looks better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Heidi, master of your mansion, homemedicusa.com if you need a pro, and as always, be yourself.
1: (laughs) Everybody else is taken. Hi, this is Julia McKay with your natural solutions tip for the day. Today we're going to share a very special oil. It's called the doTERRA console oil. And this is an amazing, amazing solution. If you're having feelings of sadness or you need comfort or hope, it counteracts negative emotions of grief, sadness, and hopelessness. And you know, these oils are really, really amazing. You put a couple of drops on the bottom of your feet and it really, really does work. If you would like to know more about console, please contact us at natural solutions at naturalsolutionsathomemedicworld.com.